Erasing the mark of the beast technology, but it plants in the seed of spiritual immortality and produce. But man, let's dream. The plan must be the rockness. I plan my seed like a botanist. I tell you where the problem is. Welcome, friends. This is another session of One Great Work Warriors. We've been meeting our weekly mastermind, doing our work, talking about philosophy, looking for the points we can make and discuss that are worthwhile. And we're talking about knowing your natural law rights, ultimately. So um, let me introduce my crew. I'll pass it first to right here next to me. I got Rick. Hello. We got Rick from Crip Rick's I've Been Thinking. We got Brandon Spencer, awesome content creator, one great work warrior, one great work network, Odyssey content creator. Um, We got Jim Adams, Truth in Your Heart, YouTube content creator, awesome speaker. And we got Jerry, another blooming content creator and um, thinker. And uh, and then over here we got coming in from France at 3 a.m. in the morning, Derek Bartolicelli, the mix master, musical genius, and natural law, uh, natural lawyer, as Diesel Automatic put it uh, this weekend <laughs> in the funnel conference. Um, so yeah, um, let me hand it off to Brandon. I'll let you get this one started. What are we talking about today, Brandon? Yes. Uh, before we get this one uh, started, real quick, I want to give a shout out to. The the uh, people who put on the uh, funnel three, Chris Jansen, Will Keller, Hal Leslie, um, all of the how wonderful individuals. You know, so shout out to them. It was a wonderful experience. Shout out to anyone who helped donate. You know, who put any sort of energy, who helped support anybody who was in the chat, who came and you know hung out with us. Thanks to Rick and anyone who was out there. It was a wonderful experience. So shout out, much love. Uh, it's something that I'm starting. I'm starting to look forward to, you know, for each year. So, um, well, yeah, this week's topic is going to be a very interesting one: um, care versus Karen, um, or care versus the Karens. Uh, so, um, yeah, this is going to be one that I would say most people think that they are, are familiar with. But um, as far as the care aspect, but as far as the caring aspect, we want to maybe try to dive a little bit deeper into our what's behind the psychology of Karens. Because uh, if people aren't really familiar with this, this is a a darker a, a dark arts type, what I phrase it as, uh, one that's been around for a very long time, and uh, it's an arts type that seems to you know, uh, work its way up to the head uh, or work its way up to the surface whenever there's tyranny, you know. Uh, so this whole tattletale, hell, nanny state that we are seeing, you know, st- start to um, work its way up. Um, that's all coming out of this Karen-type negative unconscious feminine energy. So uh, I'm going to pass it over to Derek real quick, and we're going to jump into this. Buongiorno. <laughs> <laughs> How are we all doing tonight, fellas? Uh, always great and honored and a pleasure to be with y'all. So, yeah. <laughs> I submitted some kind of slide a couple of weeks ago, you know, kind of playing off of a few things that, you know, brought to mind with the whole Karen energy. And, yeah, Brandon, just like what you were talking about, just kind of 
triggered a train of thought that I was going to ride on with just to bring it up just because I'll forget it later on because it's 3 in the morning. I hope my video is coming in clear somewhat. I'm struggling to get some kind of internet. But uh, what I've noticed is with this whole the Karen energy, this inverted principle of divine care, like from the, the heart where it's based off a true gnosis of oneself and everything around them in a sense, like to the, the best of their ability in a humble uh, sense and, you know, pathway work. But, it, you know, with that whole feminine energy and like seeing all the memes on the internet and whatever, I'm just looking at all these females like they got way too much yang up in their thang. Meaning that they're way too much in the masculine. And so there's a play on that whole, whole energy and the polarization of things and how, you know, they're running off of programs, conditioning, uh, brainwashing, whatever, and just like uh, negative knowledge in a sense of just like something that's not necessarily true or like little bits that are true. And, you know, they just run off of that and they're like yelling at people on the fucking streets. It, it's right. It's yeah. really weird. And you don't see that in France, really. So it's like some some type of exquisite programming, if you will, it, uh, in America, mostly. I don't know, probably in Canada and other Anglo-Saxon places, but that's what I've noticed. Um, next on the list, who we got? <laughs> Wait, um, off, like, just um, real quick, because we are still on the current aspect. So... Um, people really need to understand the principle of gender to really grasp this. You know, we all have these masculine uh, traits or these masculine forms of energy and we have these feminine forms of you know, energy or, you know, traits. Um, it, it just exists with it in all things. So when we look at this feminine form, it is this passive, you know, her receiving, uh, you know, her recepting form. But when it comes to, creation because we have free will you know we have the ability to choose we have the ability to create we can either create consciously or we can create unconsciously when we see this caring energy we have to really ask ourselves what is it really creating because um it may come in the form of love but is it really true love or is it a form of right. proxy love you know, so it's coming out of form of unconscious creation because if you look at what unconscious creation is, it's coming out of irrational. It's coming out of some, uh, um, fight, fight, uh, fight, freeze, or uh, fight or flight, or it's coming out of this emotional stimulus reaction to an overstimulation in your environment. So it's an unconscious creation that we see. So then, therefore, if it's coming out of this unconscious creation, then it's going to be that negative form of creation. So that's why I say it comes out of the dark, unconscious feminine. It's an archetype that has always been around because it's, it is a smothering form of energy. It is a restrictive form of energy. It is an energy that cuts back, that will uh, that will suffocate. You know, if if you know of the mother that will just suffocate her child you know with just so much love you know just get you know tighter and tighter and tighter to where the child can't breathe the child can't develop the child can't grow 
you are restricting growth you restricting consciousness it is binding therefore it becomes a religion in a sense if you really understand what religion means it is etymology that's why i said earlier this archetype because it is an archetype it, it's been around it's been in all the myths of you know the you know how the witches that you know will manipulate the kids and, and stuff like that it's the same energy that unconscious feminine you know, energy that is still controlling but it's a restrictive form of control that prevents growth that prevents uh health development it retards it binds and is insidious because it comes in the form of good intentions it comes in the form of collectivism it comes in the form of it's for the greater good it comes in the form of we know what's better for you you know we are the authority mommy knows what's better than you it comes in that loving controlling energy and that's some of the most insidious form of energy because just like you know like the whole reptile it smothers it restricts it's insidious you know the whole uh what did tessarion call it the uh what the dragon mother in a sense it all comes out of like that same dark unconscious art archetypal feminine energy that doesn't make you know the, the feminine negative you know it's 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 just unconscious you know, ignorance because that's what we are dealing with the karens you know they want to be the ones who are in control they think they you know know how to solve the situation you know and that's why they go to the authorities you know they'll call mommy or daddy or they'll call the government they'll call the order followers and remember karens just don't have to be biological women we're talking about a mindset men can be karens there are a lot of men out there who do the same thing and will call you know you know will call the cops and will react the same way so don't just you know associate it with you know just you know biological you know women or someone that identifies as a woman because most Karens will, you know, wear what they identify, you know, like on their sleeves and, you know, you know, freaking it'll be on their cars, you know, like freaking they'll just label them themselves, just identifying, just just showing the whole world that they are, you know, down with the cause because they have to, you know, pretend. Yeah, yeah. That's all it is. That's all Karens do. But this Karen, this Karen mentality is produced out of cult mentality because Karens are produced by cults because it's just the same indoctrination it's the same mm-hmm. indoctrination the same indoctrination there were karens around in nazi germany there were karens around you know hell when the hell gestapo was doing hell whatever there were karens around in russia hell there was karens around in every communistic in her regime there were karens around when every great civilization went down due to her immorality ignorance of natural law you know there were karens around doing the whole covid stuff you know riding on people so and so doesn't have their diaper on their face he has his diaper below his chin you know it's a tattletale childlike mentality mm-hmm. for someone who like never really grew up someone who doesn't know how to solve problems someone who has no problem solving skills and the reason why that is because every karen will ignore the first step of the trivium and what is that taking in information they will skip that point 
they will skip that point. They will skip that first step. They'll automatically go to the second step. You get two out of three, and that equals what? Base consciousness. Every time. Yeah, every time. That's why they go in emotion action, emotion action. There's no gathering data, none, none. So you can't filter anything. They always skip the first step. Sorry to go on that, that little That rant, is a really good point. Yeah. That's, That's an excellent point. rant that probably should be repeated about 20 times so people can get it. Why don't we go to Jim next? You got something going there, Jim? I know I see some steam coming out of those ears. Some good thoughts cooking in there. I'm just I'm almost fascinated to hear, you know, what Brandon had to say about that. You know, like the whole Karen concept is pretty new and um, to me, but when I think of Karen, I think of Karens are like the defenders of conformity, and they're the ones who are always going to be at you, like, like to just a <laughs> whatever. They're they're a pain in the ass, but um, yeah, I'm really not sure if I have too much more to say on Karens, but I know like Rick maybe has a good story uh, about it. Oh yeah. You know? If you don't mind putting you on the spot. No, I'm not not at all, man. I don't mind at all. I just want to kind of, I'll build on a little bit on what Brandon just said too about how you know Karens are quick to to call the authority figures. I would argue that a lot of them actually take on the authority role. At least it wasn't the case with me when I was at a coffee shop, and this was right when the mask wearing was uh, in full swing, and I was I wouldn't wear one. And I went into a coffee shop and and was minding my business, and some lady came up and you know, made a scene and she was, you know, she was going to give me, she was going to hand me my ass and she made sure everybody in the store heard it. And she was, you know, let me know that I, you know, the whole thing, you know, that I'm part of the problem and I'm going to be causing all these people hard. I'm going to be injuring people. And she really went at me and I just kind of stood there and, and let her go. But she definitely took on this authoritative figure. And I remember after took me off guard because I've never really ran into somebody like that. I've had disagreements with people, heavy discussions, heated discussions, but never had somebody that I never knew just come out and give me the business in public like that. And I was kind of, it kind of took me back and I had really, since then I've really thought about it. And I just, I just think like, did she really, did she really care that I wasn't wearing a mask? Like, did, or was it because she was told that she should care about it? You know, like, was it the social media telling her that she should, you know, stand up and care and, and you know, let people know? And then, and then, but I don't think she really cared. It was like a proxy care. It wasn't like a true care. I don't think it really, deep down, I don't think, you know, right. before that, it would have never bothered her. But because of, you know, her being told that she should care, she she kind of took on that role. And, and I like the way that Brandon said that, you know, just don't think that we're talking when we say Karen, that we're thinking about it just this isn't just a woman thing. I, I bring to the table that, you know, and this, this whole Karen thing and, and, you know, with the women, it's bleeding over to men. And now, and I call it like this white knighting. You're starting to see this Karen, it's kind of bleeding over. And now you have men that are kind of taking on the Karen role. And I just call it white knighting because I see it a lot where this is going on. So... Yeah, I, that was my like one of my first experiences with somebody that that was with that reaction, and I just wondered, did she really care deep, deep down, a true care? I don't think so. I think it was because she took on that's what she was told to care about. That was kind of, you know, which her job was, and she kind of took on that authority figure 
and to, to you know, give me, hand my ass to me, basically, is what she thought. So that's what I want to add in. And maybe, Chris, you want to add on to it, but uh, it's, it was it was shocking for a minute. Yeah, there's uh, – I had a lot of those kind of situations. I could yeah. tell a lot of those stories, but I did a lot through the COVID thing. Um, I kind of want to hear from Jerry. Um, you guys think on your mind on this topic, Jerry, with the Karens? Yeah, um, I'll just build on what uh, Crypt and Brandon said. It sounds like a Karen is uh, reactive. Therefore, that's more of the, not the mammalian brain, the reptile brain. Mm. So if you think of it as the left brain hemisphere and the right brain hemisphere, it sounds like the right brain or that the person under the Karen, let's say the Karen, is uh having or is on their left brain imbalance therefore there's not enough uh intuition like intuitivity creativity care so i'll pass it back to you chris that's a really good point jerry because um so often people get lost in just being completely left-brained and that's a lot of times what happens in this rule following type situations. They're like, Oh, the, the rule says right there. And that's what they told me. And why don't we just follow the rule? It's because they're not balancing the two sides of the self. And in the same way, it's like they're adopting the non-aggression principle. We don't want people to get hurt. We don't want ourselves to get hurt, but they're not balancing it with the self-defense principle, which means that each of us has a right to defend our own body in our own right. way that we yeah. see fit. And so, um, you know, I think it was good that you brought up the mask situation because for me that was when this word really emerged in the psyche mm -hmm. of the mainstream. Although, as Brandon points out, this same archetype has existed all through time and corrupted many a nation, and it kind of is like an indication of a really, really sick society when members of your society start eating, like cannibalizing each other. And we're not actually eating each other like zombies quite yet, but the symbolism is very true because that's what it is. It's doing harm upon oneself or someone else um, verbally and psychologically because there's a lack in yourself. And um, I've often just recently kind of had a, um, I don't know what you would call it, download from the universe. I had this realization that when you base your um, thinking style on beliefs, right? Like you believe in dogma, you believe in religion you're tied to a story that someone else told you or that you read somewhere and if you're living that way and you're the framework of your psyche is based on a story well think about it when you go see a movie there's always holes in movies you know as tightly as a, someone could put it together they're making this thing up it's not a real story so there's always going to be holes right and so imagine if your framework going forward of your life is like your road, right? But there's a bunch of freaking holes in this road because it's made from a story. It's not made from the actual reality, right? So then you start walking down this road and you start feeling really nervous and scared because you realize there's holes all over in it. There's no solid ground. And so you start trying to fill those holes in last minute with other people's, you know, trying to steal from other people by harming other people, you know? And, and that's what it is, basically. They're they're recognizing that within themselves there's lacking. The purpose doesn't make sense. They don't have a purpose because they're leading their life and making their decisions based on a non-reality, a story, a storyline. And it's point. got a lot of holes in it. 
And so it's almost like um, I really want to talk one second about Brandon, um, not Brandon Martin, but uh, Douglas Martin's presentation. It really impressed me, the first slide of Doug, Douglas Martin's presentation in the Funnel um, 3 conference, where he had the scene of you're sitting in a movie theater, and you have a choice of you're just going to be an observer, and you're going to sit here and watch the screen, and the movie that's playing is the latest religion or the latest story, right? Or you get out of your seat, and you walk up into the film room, and you start clipping the reels and, and putting the pictures into the screen. and um, telling the story yourself or living the story yourself, you know, like you be part of the action, right? You you get into this game. But a lot of people aren't ready to do that because that's scary. And, and it's like it means you have to question all these things about the history of your life and all these decisions you made that were based on a storyline. And that's so scary to people. And they so don't want to face that. They want to pull you to the dark side, basically, you know, like, like the emperor. They want to get you mad. They want to suck you into their hole of despair, of not knowing why you're living or what you're doing things for. And, and it, it makes them feel better. It's like misery loves company type of thing. So, you know, when, when I went out in public and people took that attitude with me, um, I did my best to shut it down, you know. But um, if you get really confrontational with these people, they'll, they'll keep stepping it up a notch. And it's about stupid stuff. Right. And, and so part of me had to realize, like, as much as it pisses me off and frustrates me to see these people, there's so many aspects of our, our society that are already that way and been that way. Cops. Cops are Karens. OK, yeah. you work in government. You're a fucking Karen yeah. because you're willing to harm your own human being. You're willing to cannibalize your own humanity for your paycheck or for your selfish desire yeah. because you haven't really thought things out and realized that a wrong it's wrong to harm other people and harming other people means trying to take away their right, trying to um, use their body or force them to do something with their body or influence their choices without their ability to say no. So, um, yeah, I'll pass it back to you, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, some great points because, you know, again, I want to get people thinking further than just what, you know, like the standard is just like keep pushing, you know, your mind, keep pushing your thinking, keep pushing your consciousness, you know, don't just think of a Karen as, you know, a, a middle aged white woman, you know, with a certain haircut. It goes, you know, further beyond that. But um, one of the interesting words when I was looking up the term overbearing. So one of the words that was associated with overbearing was the word dogmatic, because I said earlier, you know, like this current archetype is a religion uh so you, you know if you look at like this archetypal energy you can associate it you know how with how the church you know have reacted how people in government acted because again like this is a religious like cult ideology you know like how the cult members will will help write out the other cult members for particular favors you know they think that they're going to get you know more food or you know like certain handouts from the leader so they'll make up lies or you know hell they'll make up hell whatever scenario to you know to appease or become more favorable you know to the cult you know which goes into hell behaviorism you know hell with bf skinner um um and all that stuff but it it's the same it's the same psychology, it's the same, you know, manipulation, it's the same you know, tactics 
uh, because we are dealing with mindset. But yeah, um, this is a cult-like, her religious mindset. But I just thought it was interesting that the word overbearing and dogmatic were darn near associated with each other. So interesting. Yeah. And um, Rick brought up a good question. Does a Karen really truly have true care? Because I would say she does not, or he does not. This individual does not truly. You know, um, people. Not true care. Yeah. yeah, People. um, Proxy something. People often often talk about intentions. Right. And a lot of times people will make justifications for shitty behavior or morally um, wrong behavior by saying, oh, well. He had the best intentions, intentions. or she mm-hmm. had the best yeah. intentions. And here's yeah, an example I thought of. Yeah. yeah, right? Yeah. Now, let's let's talk about an example to exemplify how stupid that is. Let's just say I'm saying, hey, this world we're in, it's a really bad world. It's evil world. Everybody's going through a lot of trauma. So I don't really want somebody's baby to grow up in this world because that's going to be really traumatic, and they're going to have to face harm. So I'm basically going to throw your baby off this bridge. So it doesn't have to go through this life. I'm going to put it out of its misery now so it doesn't have to live this life of of trauma in this terrible world. And I'm doing that from the best intentions. So it can't be wrong, right, to throw your baby off a bridge because I'm coming from the best intentions, right? Like if you use that kind of thinking, you can justify any kind of stupid-ass thing that someone might do. Absolutely. Any shitty behavior can be justified. Well, I did it because it was good. It's a death of relativism. (laughs) Yeah. What's yeah. up with those the activated intuitive intentions though? That's coming from that true heart based center, that genere, the generative principle of true oh, care. That's really that real care. Oh, from that. Yeah. You want to talk about that real that care? True huh? care. You got yeah. the real real care. What's that all about? It's not about being pulled by you know the heartstrings being played by a harp with a, a a double or triple A spelled that way. You know. Folks not understanding what's up in the skies, you know, not seeing between the lines, double meaning. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, bringing it back to what Brandon said kind of in the beginning of, yeah, like, uh, it's the emotional mind control that is, you know, bypassing that first step of the trivium of, like, really just uh, really trying to understand and, like, getting to the proper knowledge because, a lot of people get so, like, triggered or, like, uh, knee-jerk reactions towards, like, even, like, watching two minutes of something that even we're talking about or some documentaries we've seen and this and that, and they don't really want to even, like, look further into it. Yeah. it's not on TV, uh, number one. It ain't in the news, and, you know, people equate that or, you know, attribute it to blah, blah, conspiratorial minutia whatever sometimes but um there's a lot more to it than that but uh like i think brandon you were trying to get towards like the more psychological inner overstanding of you know what makes this you know really manifest in the the whole the modus operandi of of what this Karen situation is about, like this demonic dogmatic energy and yeah. how it's generating 
You know, it's like people policing other people. Yeah. You know, you see people, ah, don't do that. No, 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 no. And Absolutely. Not, even if it's harming a, a single soul. Yeah, and, so, and creating more trauma because they're traumatized yeah. too. Yeah. You know, that's really. And what's scary is that they'll bounce from one one topic to another. It's like, it, the, that's how I know it can't be true care. That's because, because it's. One minute it's like, okay, I'm uh, the mask wearing. Oh, you didn't get the jab. Oh, okay, now it's the transgender. Oh, not now. Now it's be Black Lives Matter. And they just jump, 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 jump. There's no truth. Oh, yeah, no knowledge in there. But you need to support Ukraine. Rick, yeah, like because... jump to that one, and it's like, okay, do you really care? Uh, or are you just no? Remember. It's coming from a place. I'll tell you what's happening. It's coming from a place of lack of self purpose, yeah. and they're, they're trying point, to yeah. make themselves seem important. They're trying to make themselves seem important. They're like, oh, I'm, I'm making something important. I'm doing something. I'm a hero right now. Right. Yep. And they really right. need that feeling because deep inside they know how much they've done the opposite of nothing. They look for external anyone. validation. Yep. So they're looking for yeah. a way to make it all right. And it, yeah. and it seems like it's working because a lot of people agree. You know, for a moment, it makes them feel better. It's like yep. eating candy. You know, it can make you feel better in the moment. Is it really good for you long term or anybody? No. Yeah. But it does kind of get you past that that moment, right? Yeah. Good points. Yeah. Now, when it comes to actually caring, you know, I think a good thing to talk about is listening. Because mm. we can all go out into the world, go to your job, go to your workplace, or just go to a coffee shop, try striking up a conversation with your random person, and notice while you're having that conversation whether that person is really listening to you from their heart, or whether they're just waiting for their chance to say the next thing. And more often than not, people aren't really caring about what you're saying. Mm -hmm. They're waiting for their chance to say what they want to say, and they want to tell you something, right? It's it's because they're also, like I said, they're coming from a place inside of themselves of lacking that care that really does want to know how you're feeling because they're like I'm like my tree of life. When you're really connected to the great all and you understand that there's other things in the world that are just as important as you are, you know, and just as tied into the fabric of reality as you are, that you should give them that equal weight. And wouldn't that come true with our choices too? If you understood that concept, you would. Why would you ever want to deny somebody else their choice to say no or to say I don't feel comfortable with this or whatever they're doing? You know, you wouldn't do that if you weren't lacking within yourself that knowledge, and you actually think that you're somehow better than these other people or that 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 your reality outshines theirs. You know. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm going to talk about care real quick um, and just break it down because I talked about the unconscious form of creation. So you can look at its counterpart or its antithesis would be the conscious uh, form of creation or conscious creation. So I would look at the, you know, how the unconscious form of creation is, you know, creating out of fear compared to the conscious form of creation which you are creating out of love so i'm looking at actions and behaviors because i said that the unconscious forms were you know fight flight or freeze or you know the emotional reaction or you know something coming out of the egoic will you know like you were just trying to get something for pleasure or you know to one-up somebody those are just like selfish forms compared to the conscious forms of creations 
are done out of like agape love, you know, um, conscious parenting or, you know, like moral education, you know, the, you know, the, the uh, youth, you know, right action, um, um, behavior and steps that will lead toward more rights and freedom or the education of rights and freedom. Um, using, the, you know, the uh, true will, like you giving up your own, you know, like personal sacrifices to, you know, to truly, you know, do what's right and necessarily, you know, um, those are things that are going to lead toward not just good for yourself, but, you know, hell, the betterment of not only our species, but for truth itself, you know, hell, for, um, you know, just doing the right thing, you know, to help elevate consciousness. These are all things that are, are going to be uh, forms of conscious creation because we are talking about forms of vibrational energy. You know, unconscious creation is going to create a, a vibrational energy that's going to bring everybody down compared to conscious creation is going to create uh, a, a energy that's going to resonate with those and it's going to uplift and bring everybody up to where it's going to create that unification. You know, you're going to have that centropic form in conscious creation versus that entropic form in unconscious creation. So you can look at this from a scientific level, a spiritual level, an energetic level, from a psychological level. Like there's so many ways to look at it. It's all going to, you know, he'll, he'll be the same because it's going to come out to love and fear. Unconscious creation, fear. Conscious creation, you know, which is love, care. Word. And I just want to put this out as a reminder, like towards the end, I want to bring forth some solutions. And one that I'm just going to throw out there, and Jim, Jerry, if you want to like run off of this, feel free. But it's, you know, like what I was trying to get to is that, you know, it's hard for men, women, whoever to like disseminate information if they're so high strung off of like any kind of emotional reaction to that. They have a hard time looking at things objectively. And like if we if they can be more encouraged to and like be properly trained or you know learn how to do that and you know free thinking wise all that stuff be open minded you know like ways to get anyone to be more inclined to do so does that make sense? Yeah, um, I think what I've been hearing a lot from you guys is like when it comes to like what makes a Karen a Karen is like they're really stuck in their belief systems. Like and uh they can't think their way, you know, deeply out of it. And um I had done a little bit of the the apophysis, the apophatic inquiry on care, I, you know, looking into what care is not. And so when I, you know, just searched up the opposite of care, the one word that really popped out for me was thoughtlessness and right away it's like that's someone who doesn't think you know like yeah. the, who doesn't yeah. think clearly deeply and critically you know and um gathering the grammar like think Brandon about, said yeah they don't think about their actions they don't think carefully they don't think carefully right <laughs> and um so that's that's really, I got, you know, they're really stuck in their belief systems, but, and then 
when I kind of brought this subject up about care, like I really am stuck on like like the six of us here, like why do we care? It's not like really like why doesn't anyone else care? Like I, I talk about that a lot, like why do I care? Like, like I know like my family members, you can't say I was raised to care because they don't care. Like when I talk about these things and morality and all that. And uh, so, yeah, just, I do wonder, like, why do we care? You know, like, we were talking about what makes a Karen a Karen, but, like, why do we care? And um, just something that occurred to me that was a little funny. When that word Karen came around, like, whatever, five years ago, and, and I was like, what is that? What is Karen? I keep hearing it. I don't know what it is. And then when I finally understood what it was, I I felt bad for people named Karen. Like, I had the empathy. Like, I was like, what? You know, like, so I just thought that was funny. I was like, I care about Now, that's true care. I mean, Karen, like, like right away your mind care. went to other yeah. people and how that might affect people right. that are innocent. Yeah, that's, that's so that's sweet. That's got to suck. Yeah. That's cool. But, yeah, yeah, that's thoughtlessness. That was that was the big one I got out of it. So, uh, got anything, Jerry? Oh, I'm ready, man. Sheesh! <laughs> like, I'm excited. Just want to give a quick thought. Like, I like listening to Mark Passio's podcast, right? Like, there's so like, I don't know, two hours of an episode. I would sometimes get some thoughts like, oh, man, if I was live, I would say this, this. So, like, this is my chance to say what is, what's on my mind, share it with you guys. So I'm excited about this. And I care because I've been a piece of shit my whole life. It's been about me, and that's it. When I started to care about what was going on in the world, hey, I found out about, you know – chemtrails and yada yada and i'm sorry Derek, because i forgot what you said man not i would have like run off of that but yeah great point jim and uh, i think i wanted to mention more about crips uh situation at the coffee shop real quick because i heard at the funnel three i think it was what's his name David's, but David Rodriguez's presentation, I think he mentioned like the Gandhi, like Gandhi said, it's like be peaceful, like so what I'm getting at is people who are observing like they can tell that she was wrong and you were right and what I'm saying is hopefully people can see that that you in their minds that they say, they say oh yeah acting out with yelling at somebody is is wrong so I I think you know what you did with Crypt was was good and that's it you know it'd be one thing if somebody was just yelling and upset because let's say you were doing something that was, you know, obviously hurting other people around you, you know, spraying some noxious chemical into the air or something of that, you know, 
um, I could see someone getting upset and taking words and saying, hey, why are you doing that? That that could harm other people, you know, but what people are lacking is the ability to communicate in such a way where they can understand why another person's making the choice they're, they're making. Right. And more often than not, first you want to collect the grammar. And the first question would be like, hey, sir, can you explain to me why you've chosen to do such and right. such that seems dangerous to others? To me? Like, why you not know, have the conversation, <laughs> offer the person an opportunity to, to – let me give a good example too because for a while I was doing some like Uber-type driving, and I was giving this woman a ride, and this is back, you know, when COVID had kind of – was still active, you know, like it was still paying to go in stores a lot of times, depending on what store you went into up here. But I took this woman. She wanted to go into this electronic store. She needed it apart for her phone. Um and she had, like, COPD. She had a lot of trouble breathing. And um, she wasn't like me. She wasn't, because of freedom, you know, didn't want to wear a mask. She didn't want to wear a mask because she couldn't freaking breathe with a mask on. It made her pass out. It made her feel like she was going to pass out every moment when she put a mask on. And she was telling me about this experience before she went in the store. Now, granted, she was drinking a bunch of soda and smoking cigarettes or whatever, but <laughs> you're not a healthy person. But anyway... The point is, this woman went into that store and put that mask on because these young people demanded that she did it. When it was very, very obviously affecting this woman's health, and she's not somebody who should ever be wearing a mask, barely catching her breath. And if she had passed out on the floor and died, it had been their damn fault for telling her to wear that thing. Yep. It would be her stupid fault for listening to them, too. And so that's not caring for herself, and that's them not caring for her or, or actually asking, like, hey, you know, is there a reason why you disagree with this rule? Because maybe there's a good reason, you know? And when people don't have that ability to take in the information, like Brandon said, and they're just skipping right to the storyline and trying to make themselves feel good about it. When, in fact, if you think about what true care is, you know, to shift and transition here into the, like Derek said, the, the solutions, think about how you treat an infant that doesn't speak yet do you get it to do things by pounding it over the head or yelling at it or um, inhibiting its movements you know or do you encourage the infant to learn in as careful a way as you can which costs you time and energy and patience that means you got to watch them basically is what it comes down to as a parent when you got a little one and they're not big enough to speak yet and you're not sure if they're gonna run into the street or something yeah. That doesn't mean you tie them to a pole. It means you keep a close eye on them and you stay with them and you keep your arms out and you keep your attention on them and you're patient and you're focused. These are hard things to do in life, but these are the exact same type of things we do to each other if we want to show true care. We take time. We take patience. We keep our eye on the situation. We're conscious um, and we're attentive, Right. And none of those things are accusatory, yelling, um, tying someone to something, tying something around someone's face. None of those things are the solution. So think about how you would treat an infant. Treat yourself that way, your own personal self, and then treat other people in the world that way. Use that same type of love, perseverance. Great point. Yeah. And, um, you know, um, with, true care, with true care should come with truth you know it, like those two words should be synonymous um you know because we have to care for truth itself you know so we should always be willing to you know 
seek out the truth and do the the right thing no matter what the situation is you know so that's why care has to be put on that pedestal you know truth doing the uh right thing her natural law we should be putting that on the pedestal real care you know not this inversion this this form of proxy care you know how that that uh rick had talked about because i mean if we look at everything that's created in this society we say is inverted so we have to look at the the love that people you know how the love that people are putting out that would be an inversion so that would be the proxy love the fake love you know so but yeah um truth you know because without the truth we would just be blinded we wouldn't be able to see our vision would be poor you know so the truth is what's going to guide us you know and we have to care for that truth to be in order to see you know because this is really about taking in taking in information and observing and decoding the objective reality in nature and learning to live and harmonize with our environment and others and within nature and we can't do that if we don't care for truth because we'll be trying to ignore the laws of nature you know screwing screwing up screwing people over you know thinking we can you know help be gods and create wars and start creating governments and you know things will get all out of control so yeah yeah good points brandon i have great points by everybody actually it's it's a really good discussion one i spent a lot of time thinking about but i think you're so right brandon you got to start caring about truth you have to start caring about what's right really you know like what's what's right and then start caring you know about yourself i think that's so important i don't think a lot of people even care about themselves and that you know if you don't care about yourself i don't know how you can possibly go and show care to anyone else i, I just i don't think that can be done it's not a real care like we're talking about you do you put out this mm-hmm. kind of proxy care that is it, it it looks like care on the surface but as soon as you go a little bit deeper there it's very shallow there's no mm-hmm. substance to it because it's not based on real anything it's not based on truth it's not based on morality it's not based on rights it's not based on anything it's it's a inverted lie that people are putting out yeah you know the one last point i want to make um and then you know if anyone else wants to close it up my last point i want to make is that being a karen is dangerous and this is something that kept occurring to me through the covid you know i'm a very peaceful person but when people decide to step out of the boundary of what's their property their own body and start trying to force other people to do or not do something with their own body that's actually what that's that is the barrier of natural law when you've broken Mm -hmm. the natural law and if people are doing that thinking that's okay they're actually not doing self-care because they're putting themselves out on a limb in a dangerous place even though i'm a really peaceful person you know i'm i'm not going to do a violent act there's somebody else who will there's a lot of people that are um reactive and they're not in their most divine self and when someone comes and tries to take something from them or force them to do something, they're just going to react. Mm-hmm. And you don't want to put yourself in that place. It's not good um, self-care to be a Karen because it's hella dangerous. You're going to get killed, beat up, or die. You know, there's people out there that carry knives and guns and weapons. Yeah. And and you see it happen in the news from time to time when somebody Absolutely. takes this Karen crap a little too far and with the wrong person. And whoops. You know what I mean? That could be life or death. So don't be a Karen because it's not safe 
It's a dangerous freaking thing to do. And think about the people in the past that have been the worst Karens of all, like the slaves that sold their own people to slavery or the Jews that became the policemen of their own people in mm -hmm. Nazi war camps because they could get a little bit better food from the day or something like that. Is that the kind of person you want to be, really? Come on. And that's where I'll end it. I'll pass it on. Anybody else want to finish things up? I'd appreciate it. Well, I just uh, I love what Brandon was saying about I had that written down, caring for the truth, how important that is. Mm -hmm. And then also how we were speaking about beliefs. And I looked up the word belief earlier, too. Like the definition that first came up was to accept something as true. You know, so that's not caring for the truth. That's just, you know. That's accepting. That's a powerful word. Accepting that. something that's, yeah. that you can't prove is true. Yeah. Right? So. You don't have the knowledge for yourself. You just you just accept what somebody is telling you is to be the. Yeah. Yeah, that's a dangerous. We exactly. talked about this on, the, on last night, Chris. That's a dangerous mindset to be in. It's being careless for the. Of yeah, the, that belief. Yeah. So that that's all. I just uh, appreciate it all, guys, and whoever else wants to go. Derek, you muted. Derek. Derek, you muted. Yeah, that's right. Sorry. Uh, like I was saying, uh, Chris. Yeah, it's a it's a dangerous participation in this whole Karen situation. And uh, if someone can be calm and have a little bit of patience and sit through the bullshit and, and the lies and the fact that they are running on negative knowledge, as I said, which means that they believe something that is the truth, the whole wokeism and the things like that, they think they have it figured out and they're running off of that. And that's why they're so convinced and they have so much conviction in that negative sense of that word when they're not standing in the true I am of like that full self-empowerment that we really come into with that activated heart through that divine care of oneself and wanting to just like be a better person and understand reality and all that stuff and actually be someone who wants to just affect good change in, in the world and within their own lives. And others, and I know that a, a lot of Karens out there, Kens, whoever, want to do the same, yet they're just functioning off of whatever fragmented knowledge that isn't necessarily the the whole capital, all caps, truth, if you will. So all I'm saying is that, yeah, encouraging of the open-mindedness and wanting to be the best of your full, integral self, authentically. And to each their own pathwork on that. Everyone has their own ways and fucking, you know, alignments and the stars and and within the, and outside of them. So, yeah, all the best of luck to y'all. No one's going to be the master of blah, 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 ascendedness or whatever the fuck. You know, no one's going to fucking 5D unless you really want to and do some escapism, whatever the fuck. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> Care for the truth and the well-beingness of this planet, other people, 
and each individual's sovereign life as if they truly have that proper ownership of their bodies and not trying to control or like be court or be coercive towards you know any kind of control of that you know coercion of uh, someone's free will that's all i gotta say thank you for the time everyone listening so yeah fellows brothers sisters well then um if if no one else has anything else to say i'll uh close it up if I that's fine okay Crypt doesn't have anything yeah yeah dear well, Derek, I just wanted to say what you said. Like, it, it sounds like someone's, like, let's say I'm going to die. and I'm, Like, what you said, I just tell that to my son. Like, that's how important that is. And, yeah, like, yeah. this is what we're giving you every single episode. So I just wanted to give you props on that, Derek. <clears throat> now, I do want to say I apologize in, in advance if what I'm going to say doesn't sound perfect, how it sounds. I'm just going to get through some notes I wrote. So what I meant to say on my last time at bat was that some what you don't know is scary. It can be scary. And I look at to see like the positive side, like excitement. So like right now doing this, the more I do it, the better I get at it. And then solutions, right? Self-care. You brought that up, Chris. It's like it starts with you. You have to care for yourself first before you can care for others right so meditation breath work shadow work every day that is self-care i got a couple more notes uh one the the cap i don't know if it's encapsulated principle but it's the care principle that mark passer talks about it's what brings all of the other principles it's a manifestation, let's say. The generative principle. Yeah. So I recommend you look that up. It's, you know, a 10-minute video if you look it up on YouTube. Or even watch Mark Passio's Natural Law Seminar. It's all in there. And it's essentially is, like, nothing gets done without care, right? So the bad people... They, they care about evil, destruction. And we need to have care to do what we say that we want, freedom. We can't, like, we can say, hey, I want freedom. We can do that till the end of days. But we actually have to take the action to manifest it. And I think I have, like, one more thing to say. Um, sheesh. See if I can pull this up really quick. Got it from a slide. Uh, it's going to have to wait. <laughs> Anyways, just take care of y'all. Be uh, emotionally intelligent. That's it. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate those words, Jerry. But yeah, my closing words are... Um, I'm seeing too many people camping, man. I'm seeing too many people, you know, posting up tents and, like, just thinking they're good where they're at. You know, like, too many people thinking that, you know, like, they don't have to do shadow work or, like, shadow work is, you know, like, so unimportant, man. And there's not enough people 
talking about it. There's a, like too many people who think that they are, you know, really know what's going on or stuff like that, but they don't really get into like deeper topics as far as consciousness and natural law and objective morality and natural law. Like, guys, when we're talking about consciousness, it's infinite. Like, what we can learn is infinite. Like, there's no limit. We have to keep pushing ourselves in our knowledge. We have to keep pushing ourselves, you know, be willing to test ourselves. There's always new information coming. We have to constantly be willing to raise our consciousness. And I'm just not seeing enough of that. So that's what I want people to get from this is, you know, you can always go further. You can always go deeper. There's always more to learn. There's always growth, you know. You can teach old dog new tricks. You can. So that's really what people need to learn. I'll leave it at that. Can I just say, I have a couple mixes that I've done that just about care in and of itself, like Genesis and blah, blah, blah. You can check that out. My channel is Awakening Mind. One word, whatever. But uh, yeah, Chris, thank you so much, fellas. Uh, it's always a pleasure. It is well worth staying up. <laughs> way past mm -hmm. bedtime after working like 10 hours today but uh yeah it's totally worth really good yeah. that's like we were talking about last time so yeah much love you that's yep. true care i have that's one more care. thing yeah. one more thing so support each other so like support brandon's work support Derek's work like if you're feeling down reach out to others we need to uplift each other Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great point, Yeah. Show the love. Show the love, yeah. friends. True love. Absolutely. True care. And the information out there is out there, guys. You just have to care enough to go and look yeah. and find it because it's out yeah. there, guys. So that's a that's a test. Do you care enough to even go and look yeah. for this information and start your journey? If you don't care about that, you're you're dead in the water. Do you care already. enough to get off of YouTube to find yeah. information? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But you, do you care enough to get away from Netflix and really start diving in and learning these things? That's where it starts. Do you care enough to read a book? Yeah. Yeah. All right, friends. It's been a wonderful talk. You know, um, I have so much respect for you gentlemen. Um, thanks so much for joining me with this One Great Work Warriors project and the mastermind group we do and the wonderful content we're putting out and what I'm personally learning from hearing all your perspectives. So, you know, thanks so much guys. Appreciate it. And, um, till next time, thanks for coming folks. And, um, evil is the destruction of freedom. Let's work on doing things right. I'm not stealing much love.